Hey guys, you're listening to Trust the Bachelor Process, a podcast recapping, researching, and respecting all things Bachelor Nation. Hello, Bachelor Nation. Welcome to episode three, week two of Rachel's Bachelorette season. Uh, Thank you so much for being here. I'm sorry. Sarah just yelled at me for making mouth noises, (laughs) and I just did it. So I'm really sorry about the mouth noises. I'm not going to be doing them. Moving forward. (laughs) Everything's fine. There's some rosé. We're in a new environment. Right now we're drinking rosé and sitting on like my big comfy bed with it's like very pillows. So and uh, we're thinking about all of you guys. Yeah. But if one set. of us falls asleep, don't be alarmed. <laughs> no, no. It's just because we're in a cozy bed. I've never been more awake. I've also never been more comfortable. So thank you so much for your tempur mattress. We'll put them in the, the tempur mattress in the acknowledgments. At the yes, end of the this is an ad. <laughs> If you want to sponsor us. <laughs> hashtag this is an ad. <laughs> hashtag this is an ad. Um, uh, but yeah, we'll take we'll take it. <laughs> um, OK, quick housekeeping this week. Um, Alex, would you like to start us off? Yeah. Now I'm self-conscious <laughs> of my mouth. I can't stop thinking it's about OK. I'll tell, I'll tell you if, they're, if they get bad. <sighs> OK, uh, so Brit from Bachelorette. Caitlin's season of The Bachelorette. <laughs> right. A lot of people forget about this, that that season was like the worst thing that the Bachelor franchise has ever done. Oh my gosh, it was so awful. Which was pin two women against each other and they had all the guys vote on which one they wanted to stay for the rest of the season. I uh, I, I hated it morally, but man. Was it entertaining? Compelling television. <laughs> well, they so they were both contestants that both made it pretty far on Crystal season. I also feel like, okay, so the two Bachelorettes prior to Caitlyn were um Andy Andy and Des. Yeah. And no offense to the franchise, we literally live for it, but those were probably arguably the two most boring, boring seasons. Yeah, they were so not interesting. I feel like they had an obligation to kind of make it interesting that year. No, I yeah, I agree. I um, mean like I literally can't remember a single thing from Des's season. No. But yeah. I like bas- I tuned out during limos. The only thing I remember was that Andy and Nick were obviously so in love. This is from Andy's season, but <laughs> she broke up with him because the sex was bad. <laughs> oh, yeah. But guys, we've talked a lot about how those two are meant to be. <laughs> I mean, the so tension. Let's talk about Britt. It's real. Okay, so Britt, um, so she is engaged to a gentleman. Sarah, have you Instagram stalked them? Yeah, they're really cute. They like go on, on so many adventures. Cool. <laughs> Sorry, I was pulling it up. <laughs> <laughs> they do go on adventures. They're always in the outdoors. They well, I feel like they have like the life that like 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 um basic girls go on like one trip to like a national park mm-hmm. and they talk about it for like ten years. But that like is their actual So life. they're just not basic? Then? They're just not basic. Uh, apparently Brit, I saw this, 
I do read reality, Steve, but not the spoilers. Okay. So there's a way that you can read the recaps without the without spoilers. Without the spoilers, yeah. Uh, She's got it down pat. Yes. So I guess Brit uh, recently announced that uh, they've been going through some bad financial trouble. She's been having trouble finding work. Um, oh. Yeah. So sending love. Sending and love. money vibes to your, to your relationship. I've seen her like walking to yoga or something before really she should do yoga for free it was literally at runyon canyon (laughs) yeah save those money well i it was literally right in the middle of the season where caitlin was the bachelorette and I was like obsessed with Brit because I mean, oh, she was, we all know that I love she's Caitlin. So gorgeous, and I'm also a crier. So to, yeah. to see another crier, it's just it's nice to see a, a beautiful woman yes. who has, um, I guess, a, a low threshold for emotional pain because <laughs> I'm like, girl, she's same. All, but she's also like cool, too. Oh, she's and, so cool. Yeah. So I saw her walking. She had like a giant bun on her head and had a yoga mat. And I stopped breathing. And I was like, that is Brit. And the person I was with was like, who? And I was like, leave my <laughs> How life. How dare you? Leave my Brit, life. She's probably one of the most beautiful. She is so women. gorgeous. I'm like, even if you didn't know who she was, how did her pure presence not make you stop in your tracks. Right. She's like a Minka Kelly. It's like everybody becomes mm. paralyzed when they see her. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brit and Minka Kelly. Mm, top of the list. Top of the list. Top of the hot list. I think that uh, <laughs> Crystal's, uh, this is very, I'm sorry, this is like very shallow surface level of me to say, but I think Crystal's had the best looking gals on his season. Yeah, he had beautiful. So Becca Tilly, who looks like Britney Spears, Ashley I. Ashley I. Caitlin. Yeah, Caitlin. And oh, Whitney is so gorge. Inside and out. Inside and out. I know she's amazing. Um, Okay. Let's, we're, Britt, we're so happy for you. Congratulations. Sending love your way and maybe a toaster oven. um, Yeah. For your wedding. you can Sounds DM like you us. could need one. <laughs> Sorry, that was mean. I'm poor too. No, I, we are really poor, but we will get together a, like a GoFundMe. For your um, toaster oven. Okay. Love you. In, in other, We're sorry. <laughs> in other Bachelor Nation news, Ben and Ashley I, Ben Higgins and Ashley I, have a new podcast. Oh, man. You guys, we have so many thoughts. We could do a spinoff podcast reviewing their podcast. We're actually considering it, and they're going to be our guests every week. Oh, yeah. I mean, absolutely. <laughs> Why we, don't you talk to us about what you talked about on your <laughs> podcast? It's, it's an interesting pairing. Uh, I think we, well, we did talk a little bit about this um, last, last week. week, but mm-hmm. we've since listened Yes. Multiple times. I don't know. I can't remember. Sorry if you're hearing this twice, but I also don't (laughs) care. There have been a few episodes. Ben sort of um, was uh, melodramatic about how he doesn't have any uh, furniture in his apartment anymore because Lauren moved out and she took all the furniture with her that it was because it was hers. And he has since released a statement where he was just like, I'm sorry. Lauren made the move very comfortable for me. She even purchased more <laughs> furniture. I would never paint her in a terrible light. I love her. I'm sorry. So I think somebody might have gotten a passive aggressive text after that first podcast was released. 
Well, I mean, we've both said this. If I was Lauren, I'd be upset by this podcast mm-hmm. because they are flirty. McCurdy. Not our podcast. No, no, no. no. Thrilled by ours. They're thrilled Team about our podcast. Uh, we love on. Lauren. Yes. But yeah, Ben and Ashley are like super flirty on the pod. Um, also, okay. I love Ben and Ashley. Not like together. I love no. them as like separate people. Yes. Love them both so much. This is no news to anyone ever. But <laughs> they both love someone that I despise, which is Jared. I Ooh, I, I yeah. don't understand why they love him so much. They're like obsessed with him. He's like on every episode. They're like, can you call into our podcast? I'm like, why? You have a dumb opinion. Jared is so basic. He's- he is obsessed Okay, do you know who's number one celebrity, like, idol is? Jared? Yeah. Who? Rob Thomas <laughs> from Matchbox 20. What? Why? I don't know, but he doesn't miss a Rob Thomas, con- <laughs> like, concert ever. I-, I was watching some Bachelor in Paradise <laughs> blooper reels, and uh, he, like... Thomas. When he would go on soliloquies about Rob Thomas and people would be like, who is Rob <laughs> he uh, he also he loves to hate on Ashley. Oh, by the way, the Jared, part. Jared, by the way, by the way, by the way, Jared, you would literally be nothing without Ashley. Literally nothing. And also, she's the she's only person that's kept you relevant. Way more attractive, more interesting, smarter. I there was like I I was I watched some video uh, I don't even know if it's worth saying but I guess they were doing a probably debate. is <laughs> they were doing a debate as to on the other side as to why um they are the more dateable candidate and he won off on this tangent and he was like girls love you guys hate you it's because that you're too emotional it's because you think too much he said this to Ashley it was like a, it like it was a game that they were playing but oh. it felt like it was coming from a real angry yeah place. And I was just like, I think someone might be a little bit resentful of Ashley's awesome success. What we're just trying to say is, Ashley, we just know that you can do better. We love but you. But not Ben Higgins. You are a queen. Jared is nothing. Let Ben recover Heal. from his Heal. breakup. We feel like you might love him a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Only, only because you say it on the phone. <laughs> only because you literally always talk about it. But it's okay. Like, I also get you. And like I know. When he gave that sex talk during, during Caitlin Bristow's season, I also swooned. Oh, I know. To like children. It was so yeah. sweet. Oh my this if you haven't seen that episode, this sounds weird, but it's not. It's not <laughs> <laughs> He gave a very he, like, sensitive. like basically just talked about what love was. Yes, a very sensitive, uh, uh scientific description of what happened. I wish he was my sex ed teacher. Penetrates. Mine was my mom's gyneco- gynecologist. Uh we had a uh I I remember asking <laughs> I remember being in Target and being like, Mom, just tell me, what is sex? <laughs> in Target? Yeah, and then she told me, and then I was like, in Target? Or with some sort of Target grocery store. <laughs> and I was like, what? No! No! I got this sex talk from the doctor who delivered our little sister. Like a man who has seen our mother's womb. No, okay. <laughs> Mom's listening to it, so. We're sorry, Mom. <laughs> 
Love you, mom. Uh, thank okay. you for being <laughs> such an uh, communicative <laughs> and supportive, and we love you very much. <laughs> okay, I do love you. But moving on, mm-hmm. I also love Rachel Lindsay. Hey, the way that I look at it, we have about seventeen really important moments to talk about. Yeah, let's let's just go through. Let's go through the episode. Okay, uh, we're we're coming up on week two. Uh, the first cocktail party has commenced. And uh, now they're they're hanging out. Chris Harrison is hoping everyone he's given the right reasons. Um, yeah. Well, it, chat. It, it, it like opened up with all the guys gushing about her. And then, yeah, then Chris DeMario, Harrison pulled the right uh, reason. Yeah. Okay. Double confirmed that she smells good, which <laughs> Blakey said in after the final row. Right. Ew. Um, but Blakey. so something I'd like to say. Mm-hmm. And we will get into, obviously, the big um, waboom that happened this episode. Mm, Of course. But this episode could not have been more obvious because all, like, all episode in between, like, during all the commercial breaks, they were teasing the, like, end of the episode. When you find out that somebody has a girlfriend, they're teasing it the entire time. And the entire episode, they are showcasing Demario. Like right. he is front He's and the center. Narrator he of the literally, episode. and I'm just like, let's be more obvious, Bachelor mm-hmm. producers. Like, obviously, everyone knew who it was going to be. They have a story to tell. The they first have an arc minutes. to build. Um, okay, <laughs> you, go, like, you, you, go. <laughs> you go. You go. You go. Uh, okay, so Chris Harrison comes in and he announces the first date card uh, for the first group date of the season. We're doing it. Yes. Uh, um, I first- would I like I just would like to say that Kenny, the wrestler, did. And I quote, I've never gone on a group date, which I find interesting because he is the one that slept with a woman and made her husband watch. I could not <laughs> stop thinking about like aren't all of your dates group dates that is literally the definition of a group date (laughs) (laughs) i know bachelor's trying to normalize it i mean if anything kenny's just a hero for the franchise not my hero Mm, maybe mine (laughs) okay well so a group date one it is dean jack jonathan the tickler blake e the disgusting one iggy kenny the wrestler Fred and Lucas slash Waboom. Uh, so uh, as you can see, there were obviously uh, foreboding glances or foreboding <laughs> shots uh, with a happy Waboom matched with Blakey's <laughs> a happy uh, upset face that he has to engage on a group date with his arch enemy, yes. Lucas Waboom. So we pan over to the group date where we see an oh-so-casual Rachel playing football in a dress. Wait, before we get into that, oh, they did a cheers. They did a cheers with, um, like, they just cheers with um, shots. Yes. The guys seem relatively amused by Waboom. Other than Blakey, no. oh, I would say yeah. the rest of the cast kind of has a sense of humor about it. Yeah, not I think everyone, I think people, oh, I think like he probably is gen- generally annoying, but like I, I think that they're just like, whatever, he's not a bad person. Like he's not right. doing anything bad here. It's not So why do we care? Yeah, so they just kind of have, a, right, so they just have sort of a chill attitude about it. Yeah. Okay, so back to Rachel playing football in a sundress because right. I was like, what is happening? 
This is like literally every dude's dream, I feel like. Just like a hot girl in a sundress playing football. I feel like she's ruining she's ruining dating for all of us. Like I'm not gonna play sports with you boys. Let alone in let a alone sundress. in a dress freaking dress. And you want me to catch the ball on top of all of that? Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. So that was natural, I guess. <laughs> and then But it was for her because she's so freaking cool. I know, I hate it. Um, I love her, but she makes me hate myself. <laughs> Which isn't what she wants. Mm, no. Um, okay. So then we have two celeb guests. Dun da da da. Everyone's oh. favorite Hollywood couple. In fact, Jack quotes them as the most perfect couple in Hollywood. Mila Kunis and Ashton Kutcher. Woo! They're Wait, cute. They are they are the most perfect couple. Uh Jack Stone has some he he reminds me a little bit of the welder from Caitlin Bristow season. <gasps> Who I loved. I loved the welder. welder. I was so he the welder. And I guess this is probably where you're going. um, Had like the best quotes. Oh, the best quote. Yeah. When Amy Schumer came on the season, he was just like, Amy Schumer. We're talking about an excellent comedian here. (laughs) I know. I like fell in love with him when he said that. He is just so earnest. And that's how Jack Stone's comment came off to me. And it sort of turned the tide. That very comment, like, oh, this is the most perfect couple in Hollywood. He's like, it's pretty cool. That's when Jack Stone sort of turned for me. I'm going to flip flop week to week. Yeah, I flip flop a lot. And Alex, I'm going to 100% agree with you. I ended Back this episode really liking Jack Stone. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's talk about Mila and Ashton because well, that, there's a there's a love that's real. Mila was so funny. She's like, all right, which one of you has health insurance? Because that's who <laughs> Rachel wants to end up with. They all raise their hands. They actually have jobs. I know. She was like, oh my God, you all have jobs. (laughs) And they were so cute. They were talking about how they were talking about their Monday night routine. Yeah. Mila drinks a white wine. No, I think Ashton drinks a white wine. No, Ashton drinks a vodka tonic. (laughs) I liked it the other way around. (laughs) I know. It was cute. Um, I would just like to say that we do in this moment get like a little flashback to the house. Mm-hmm. Not a flashback, but just like a look into the house of like what the guys not on the group date are doing. They're best friends. It's just like bros bonding. Like they're all mm-hmm. hanging out. And I just this is this is literally my favorite part about the Bachelor franchise is watching all the contestants become friends. I like, know. It's my favorite part. Friendship guys, building. Girls. And it, that like that's why I want to be on it. I mean, this is why we like epic tales, right? This yeah. is why we watch Harry Potter. This is why we watch Lord of the Rings. This is why we watch Big Little Lies. This is not about the story. It's about the relationships. And it's not necessarily the core ones. Sometimes the most important relationships are the ones that you don't plan for. And man, did I like the heck out of Josiah and Demario's budding (laughs) bromance. I, okay... (laughs) I like I just like want to talk about tomorrow so bad, but I know, I know that we have to save it. We have to save it because I have so much to say and feel. <sighs> okay, all right. So back to the obstacle. Back course. to the challenge. <laughs> it's actually pretty intense. I thought it was kind of crazy. So like, so let's explain what it was. Yeah. Okay, you explain. So it was a a series. It, it was an obstacle obstacle course designed to set up a series of tasks that Dad 
dads no, no, perform no, no, on their no, day to day no. life. No, it okay. says it's husband. No, this is important. Oh, hu- it's right. husband Husbands. material. Well, they had to carry a baby Bjorn. So, so, so this is my point that I was going to say because it's husband material. So it's like cleaning the house, unclogging the drain, stuff like that. But then it's so much stuff with kids. And I'm like, this is your first date. Have any of you even talked with Rachel about whether or not you want children? Like that is that is right where my mind went. I was like, wow, what if some of these guys don't want to have kids, which is like a like totally legitimate thing. They Mm -hmm. haven't even talked about it yet. And here they are having having to pretend to be super dad, super dad. They had to they had to unclog the drain, find the diamond at the end of the drain. They had to uh, do the dishes right. while I just holding hate the baby when Bjorn. my diamonds clog up my uh, drain. Same. <laughs> they had to vacuum while holding the baby. Yes. Um, well, so the ob- way every parent does it. So obviously <laughs> Kenny uh, thinks he has it in the bag. And all I can think about is Kenny bagging a lady. <laughs> watches. I'm sorry, I can't get it out of my brain. I know brain. it's like so weird. I it's whatever. Super dad. Anyway, he is so cute and sweet. He's fine. I like have I have like literally no feelings about Kenny, but Blake E is dumb and he just like acts dumb the whole time. Okay, he was Talking petting the baby's head. So if you ended up screwing up a challenge, yeah, um, you got sent to the doghouse, which was just a set of bleachers. On the bleachers, Blake E was stroking <laughs> this isn't a real head. baby we should say oh, it's right, a yeah. doll it's a doll but also I, it maybe makes it even weirder that he's stroking everything I think, about it is weird i think that was his way of being like look i'm still a good dad caring for this doll and she's like i don't care you're gross <laughs> <laughs> rachel literally hated this date so much so okay lucas ends up winning mm-hmm. and he, he wins by pushing Kenny the wrestler mm-hmm. away which was incredible and I I didn't know that Lucas had it in him yeah I loved that instant replay because it was amazing so he goes to kiss Rachel on the cheek and she has an absolute look of disgust when he leans in mm-hmm. she literally like he goes in for the kiss and she like pulls away she's like nah thanks like, and then they go to this cocktail party where she's just like I'm so bored <laughs> okay so uh my friend Izzy shout out to Izzy Izzy has a theory on this cocktail night. She thinks that Rachel was drunk during it. <laughs> Maybe I should not have called out Izzy. <laughs> Alex. What? What if Rachel gets mad at Izzy? <laughs> I know. Well, why? Well, that's not so surprising. They drink a lot on these days. Well, they drink a lot. And sh- uh, I guess she just had this look on her face like, I am so bored right now. The look of like Corinne every day from next season uh-huh. who was drunk every day. Uh, but I don't necessarily blame it on the alcohol. I blame it on the fact that the guys were not bringing the noise. I know that we love Jack Stone now, but his the conversation was, I'm having so much fun. Like, seriously. Oh, my God. Can you believe it? Like, seriously? <laughs> Which made me be like, oh, my God. Uh, you're having so much fun, and I love it. Right. Fun from a viewer's perspective. But if you're in that, you're like, oh, can someone tap me out? Um, Lucas also wrote her a poem, and it doesn't make sense, and I'm pretty sure he can't read. Uh, uh, to the long journey ahead. I'm reading the poem right now, yes, by the way. Yes, but he read it, like, to the long journey he like can't read okay there were a lot of and we will get to this later too um i don't know if 
Rachel in her pre-interview said that she likes poems or she likes songs or she likes things recited at her. Oh, but there was a lot of that in that ep- in this episode. Yeah. And yeah. it makes me very uncomfortable. The whole moment of someone reciting something at you, it just <laughs> or someone singing a song like, you know, in college, when people will be like, check it out. Learn this new Green Day song. <laughs> Gonna play it for you. And you're just being like, no, please, no. Uh, I can honestly say I don't know what that's like. Really? Not even in high school when somebody would like learn an instrument or something? Or, <laughs> um, Yeah, okay. I just think it's funny. <laughs> Listen to this new Green Day song. <laughs> Was it on this lonely road, the only road that I have ever known? I mean, it was probably Time of Your Life because that was the only song but that I learned. New, and that's the song that I That's not a new Green Day song. Uh, I know it was just but I guess you're right people do like play instruments for you and you like just have to sit there and stare at them whatever people are being creative at you like in a conversation (laughs) I just think that's really it's you can't it's so awkward well yes I know the feeling on the other end because one time I thought that I was gonna have to sing prayers at our cousin's wedding and I rehearsed for my uh, friends and family and they all laughed at me okay so um my mom, in a very <laughs> uncharacteristic, devious moment in time, uh, our our beautiful cousin Katie was getting married, uh, <laughs> and she asked Sarah to say the prayers at the wedding, and mom over told the- me that I would have to sing them. Yeah. So I'm literally like, I didn't sleep for a month because I'm so nervous. And then I was practicing for everybody and everyone's eyes were just like, oh, this is going to be really bad. (laughs) It was so bad. She was like crying in the car and she was like, can I just try really quick? And she was like, to give and forgive. What? Prayers are like, and that is how they're sung at church. It's like, <laughs> it's like for <laughs> all the people in heaven. <laughs> I don't know, it's stuff like that. <laughs> anyway, I found out at the which is a little off. Literally, no one cares about this. No one cares about this. I don't know why I brought this up, but I just want to say sometimes it's hard for people (laughs) to be artistic. Which is why, why do it? Why do it? You have, you don't know her yet. This is your first date with her. Why put yourself in a vulnerable position like that? That Um, makes everybody uncomfortable. uh, Had she had to do that, I would have killed myself. (laughs) I actually do think that Jonathan the Tickler had the worst conversation where he was like, actually this is the correct way to change a diaper and he brought the doll from the challenge in and literally taught her how to change a baby's diaper uh, so they had to change a baby's diaper with poop i don't know if it was real poop or whatever i don't know but they, they blurted, blurted it out. out on tv uh, but uh okay sarah i actually disagree uh i think that that was kind of endearing <laughs> i was like if i was ever on a date and someone was like Hey, do you know how to change a diaper? It, I would be pulling, like, no. He was pulling from the date. And when you don't know that much about a, a, a person, you kind of have to reach for a shared experience in order to generate conversation. So I actually thought it was like kind of a creative way into a conversation. I thought it was I weird. I see why it looks weird. <laughs> I thought it was weird and she clearly did not care. Uh-huh. So. Fred, uh, she just can't get over it. Fred, in her mind, she, he's just still eight yeah, years old. And, and she's he, not going to get over it. Yeah. And as then much as I love him. Iggy said things. I like Iggy, but he's not going to go far. And then Blake E comes along. 
and tries the ultimate sabotage. Mm -hmm. We tried to warn you, Blakey. Kiss of death. Every time somebody does this on The Bachelor, Mm -hmm. you go home. The person that you throw under the bus is always a hero. Yep. (sighs) Uh, So he he admits to the other gentleman. So he uh, and to Rachel that he knows Lucas from a previous encounter. He lives with his ex-girlfriend. So Lucas dated a woman and um, and then after they broke up, Blake E. Moved in with her. Uh, What I later learned was they were all on a reality show together that was similar to Temptation Island where you go to an island with uh, your significant other and it's couples that are having issues and you see if you hit it off with somebody else. So Lucas was with a woman that Blake ended up hitting it off with. At the end of the day, this woman ended up deciding to stay with Lucas. And Blake is clearly mad about it. Well, okay, but then afterwards, they obviously ended things, and then this woman ended up moving in with Blake. and uh, Romantically? Not, no, as roommates. Oh, my God. And um, he, he, he said to... Uh, uh, so basically, he tried to evict her. This came out over Twitter last night. He tried to evict her because uh, she asked him to close his door when he was having a threesome. <laughs> so that thing with that... With Kenny from oh, I bet it was Kenny. <laughs> Everything becomes full circle. Synergy, you guys. Um, That's amazing. So, so when he said that he knew Lucas from another encounter, that was the one that he knew him from. So obviously these men have been competing for women for some time. Yes, and I give mad props to the Bachelor producers for thinking to bring these two men onto the show. Yeah, I'm kind of. I'm. It's really, like really good. And I mean, they're probably gonna go home really soon, but I'm enjoying it in these beginning. I'm stages. enjoying it, and the story is incredible. It's like the juice that we all want because this date was boring. So uh, basically, Rachel hates everybody, and maybe she's telling the camera Except she hates everybody because she's drunk. Uh, dun dun dun. Dean. Dean. Okay. Literally. Okay. I'm watching them um, like have their conversation and I like couldn't remember who Dean was. And I was like, oh, I can't remember this guy, but he's so cute. And they're having the best time. And he's actually like a really good conversationalist and he's making her laugh. And then she mentions the comment. And I was like, oh my God, oh, this, I is, hate that guy. <laughs> this is the guy that said, um, I'm going to go, go black, black and, and never go never back. Go back. She loved it she because she Rachel's reasoning behind this is because she like he wouldn't he knew that this was going to be risky this was a really really bold move and some people were going to hate it some people were going to love it and she's like the fact that he just did it anyway with like that confidence makes me attracted to him which mm-hmm. I can get because confident people are attractive that's why people love Rachel I still don't think you should have said it, but it's not our, I mean, it's not our love life. I, again, I'm, I'm willing to switch opinions week to week. Verdict's still out on Dean with me because I just had such a sour taste in my mouth after, after the final rose. Uh, But they genuinely do seem interested in each other. They make out and he has lipstick all over his mouth. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) He also, okay. Um, he, he did the suavest move where he ended up getting the group date rose. So Mm. he gets to stick around for another week. 
So after he got the group date rose, he's like, let me walk you to your car. Which everyone knows is I want to bang. That's <laughs> Take it down a notch. They, they didn't even kiss yet. They kissed at the car. Okay, so he takes her Walking to the car. Walking somebody to their car is a move. Oh, it was absolutely a move. It... It's always a move. I don't know what about that moment gave me so much anxiety because it was that anticipation before you have your first kiss with somebody on a date. Uh, You know, like when you have to kiss someone on live TV in front of everyone. (laughs) Not live. It was like captured in real life. Yeah. And I, when I was like dating, I hated those moments, that moment. Yes. That uncertain moment. And I've pulled away before every first kiss that I've ever had because just because. And that's not a joke. Uh, just because that moment of anticipation is right. too much for me to handle. And watching it on TV, I like closed my eyes. I couldn't. What? I couldn't watch it. It was so hard. I was just like, oh my God, no, 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 no. They're going to kiss. Oh, no, 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 no. Because honestly, it felt more natural. It felt like a more of a real life situation than most of these scenarios yes and this brings me to a point that i was gonna bring up a little bit later but i'm now gonna bring it up now is that this episode they actually made like the moments feel very real um we'll we'll talk about peter's date later yeah, but i have like, a lot to say about peter's but date. like on during their dinner like I don't know if you noticed this. There was no music playing. Mm-hmm. It was just like the sounds of like where they were eating. It mm-hmm. like this whole episode was just like we're going to get like really, really real with these moments and make you feel like you are in them mm-hmm. with these people. And yeah. I did. And like I did with that kiss with Dean. Um, I did with Peter's date. I did with the whole Demario thing. I was like this episode like put you in it even so much so that we saw like the cameramen and the sound men or and women excuse me like behind the scenes like the cameras pulled off and like we saw the production i think they're making it feel more like do- a documentary and something <laughs> yeah. that's aware of itself and i think it's a stylistic choice and i actually i like it i i'm okay with it i really like I'm it i'm okay with the franchise being self-aware yeah i'm okay with uh, i think if it started that way, it would have never been successful. No. But now that they're here, it's it like gradually more. They into this. need to. If they weren't self-aware right now, it would be a disaster. Uh, so there are a few to get back to Dean. There are a few uh, rumors that he is being primed to be the next bachelor. So I don't know what that means. I, I don't know if that means he doesn't. Was this reality, Steve? Nope. Oh, my God. Is this just like insider info? Uh, I heard it on Ben and Ashley's podcast. Oh. Um, And that's where I got it from. Oh. Okay. So. Okay. That's where we are. Uh, (laughs) So I I think we're going to. He's going to get a good edit. Mm -hmm. I think that's what that means. I Mm -hmm. think that we're going to. We're. We're being manipulated to like Dean. <laughs> yeah, you might be right. Mm-hmm. He looks good in a floral tie. I loved that floral tie. Wait, also, I'm sorry. Before we need to move on from this date, mm-hmm. but real the last point we will make: Where the hell did she take them? <laughs> like it was like a weird like cloud house of like creepy neon things. Like where did they go? For I that bet it was somewhere party? near Hollywood and Highland. 
Oh my god, it did not look like fun to me. It was really, really <laughs> cheesy. I think that they do a lot of dates at Hollywood and Highland. Ugh. Okay. Well. Okay. Anyway. So that happened and we see Demario and Josiah being best friends back at the house. And then we go to Peter's one on one where it looks like they also gave Peter a Tesla because he was driving one. Thank you, Tesla, for letting our bachelorette dreams come true. This is an ad. Do you (laughs) Mm -hmm. Tesla? um, Tesla and Tempur-Pedic are the major sponsors of our podcast. And we're just so blessed. Uh, Everyone get out. Go out there and get yourself a good mattress and a good car. Use the code smooth taste (laughs) for your brand new Tesla. Okay, you will get fifty dollars <laughs> off your first purchase your first of a Tesla. Tesla. Your first Tesla is fifty dollars off. Your and second you Tesla is a Bogo deal. <laughs> if you use the good smooth taste. So okay, Peter's one on one date. Um. Okay, so then they go to a private jet. Okay. Well, Rachel says that she has somebody that she needs to introduce him to. She said, I'm really sorry mm-hmm. that you thought this was a two on one date. You th- that you thought it was a one on one date. Sorry, that you thought it was a one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really sorry. I know you were excited for this two on one. Um, I'm really sorry that you think this is a one on one date, but it's actually a two on one date. And my friend was in an accident, so I told him mm. he could come. What could be going through his head? Could it be an ex-boyfriend? Could it be her father? Oh, oh my gosh. (laughs) That would have been so scary. (laughs) Wouldn't that have been terrifying? Oh my gosh, because we didn't even meet him in in Nick's season. Nick like did that to Raven. Nick was like, "Uh, BT Dubs, uh, you're going to meet my parents today. (laughs) And she was like, why? (laughs) She handled it amazingly. Yeah. Uh, All right, no, Raven. it's not. It's her dog, Copper. Copper, who's beautiful. He's in a cast. It's wild. And he asks, "What's wrong with the dog? What, <laughs> yeah. like, what happened to his, uh, his, his leg?" And she's like, "It's a long story. I'll tell you inside. But let's go." And so I, <laughs> I looked it up because I was right, just like, because she what never happened told us. to the dog. Although and he's fine. That's he's where fine. my brain goes. I'm just like, I can't enjoy this <laughs> this story arc until I know. If the dog is okay. <laughs> so I went on Twitter. Apparently he he hurt his toe jumping off something, which seems like normal. It could have it would have been just as easy to say he hurt his foot jumping off something as it would have been to be like, it's a long story. Tell you inside the death. Maybe they just like don't want Copper to look like a weak character. Uh maybe it's a liability thing. Oh, my God, she probably is suing. So, uh, no, <laughs> but I loved I loved him. And the limp just made him so much. Cuter. He was so cute. Was Peter dog. loved him. Copper was killing the game. Uh, Peter loved him. He seemed to love Peter. And then they go to a freaking dog party in Palm Springs heaven. called Bark Fest by BarkBox. And it looks like the most fun party in the world. It was the most fun party. I don't like animals that are dressed like humans. Uh, really? There, I don't. There was a dog in a flower crown and there was another I dog. I love dogs in like sweater vests. And there's a dog in a Hawaiian shirt. And I was like, I was so excited. And then I was like, oh, but they're in 
Hawaiian cheesy shit. I love, oh my God, I love that. It's like, who let the dogs out? I didn't like it. I, it ruined it for me because that is literally my dream to be at a party where the dogs outnumber the people. And I was like, why are you wearing dumb shit? <laughs> I want my dog to be like in Yeezys. Okay. <laughs> well, anyway. So I did think, though, like they had to have done like a check before, because what if he was like really terrified of dogs, like terrified dogs, what allergic if, to dogs? What if he had been like attacked or something? Not that a dog would ever do that. No, I you, love they're dogs. all amazing. Dogs are a sponsor of the pod. <laughs> I do think it's a true test, though, to see how a man acts around your dog. Well, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have like say they're like I literally couldn't date someone that not necessarily didn't like my dog but that my dog did not like like mm-hmm. I get that and Copper seemed to really like him he was resting his head on his I lap know. it was really cute so that that's enough to make a gal swoon for sure yes um uh, they had real conversation in the pool yeah which sort of speaks to your point that they made the dates actually seem more natural they talked about moving to each other's cities which yes. is kind of a big conversation to have on a first it date. was big they did it casually they both did a really good job about mm-hmm. it um or job with it but again no music it was just mm-hmm. like the real moment speaking and i'm just like oh i feel like i'm in this kiddie pool with you it was less manufactured we were basically there it felt like it uh i think uh i think peter wants to move to la um could he, he, he could. used to live here i trolled his instagram account yeah he said that that he used to live here yes i trolled his instagram account and i guess when he landed in la for filming he said wow forgot how much i loved this place <laughs> well Damn. rachel too even talked about like potentially giving up her career because obviously she's the bachelorette she doesn't have to work another day in her life um she does she does i hope she's still a litigator i mean she can but she doesn't have to I don't think she necessarily wants to give up her career. Well, I just think that she's willing to move. I think she's willing to move. She could do it somewhere else. Yeah. She Well, I'm just saying, she said in the kiddie pool, she was like, uh, you know, for a, so long, I was just like career, career, career. And like now I'm learning that other things are more important. Mm-hmm. Listen, I love Rachel and I think she's amazing and I hope she keeps working. I also wouldn't be surprised if she also just does like gets like Instagram sponsorships like I would not be shocked if she goes a different route because everyone does and she seems to like being on camera and she's great on camera Mm -hmm. I mean I like it's not the craziest thing that she would give up her job I could see one having that revelation after establishing themselves in their career which I guess it seems like Rachel has had I has um I think it would be I think it would lead to long-term resentment Toward, not necessarily right, but they literally or all franchise. do that. And I think that there's a shelf life. I think it's I get like while you're young, do this, but it's also right. like while you're young, develop your career so you can flourish and so your life can flourish. Right, but I do your, think a lot of their career choices change. Like Ashley, I and like. Uh, like Olivia, like they're like personalities now. Like they, <laughs> I know. I just think Rachel's a lawyer, and if anything ever proves that she's ever a lawyer, it's the scene where Damara's ex girlfriend shows up, which we will talk about later. Actually, yeah, we should we should get to it soon. So her and her and Peter have this dinner. They, again, they're just talking about real things. Her dress looks insane. She oh, looks I amazing. love the neckline on her purple dress. Oh my god, she looked incredible. 
Um, they both talk about like going to therapy and they just like really, really connect and it's amazing. And then it ends with fireworks, which like are always stupid to me. I have a worry about Peter. <laughs> Share it. Okay. Uh, to me, Rachel is such a queen and Obvs. every guy is just falling over her. Obvs. I worry that Peter's the one guy in the house that she might like a little more than he likes her. Um, and I want her to be worshipped. And right. you see it in the kissing scene. She's like, I'm ready. I'm going in for it. And he's down. He's doing it. But he wasn't going for it. Right. It's a slight worry that I have. I'm not going to let it foster and grow into something crazy. But it, it's I'm thinking about it. Yeah. That, yeah. I, I mean, don't that want it happen. to be true. I'm sorry. I'm trying to think back if there's like. Like of other bachelor couples that like that is the case where some like did they do they often pick the ones who they like more than they than like the person likes them. Ben Flanick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I don't think that's the case. Again, I, I don't I, think I it's really, the case either. I said it. I said it in a previous episode. I think Rachel's so smart. And she's. Gonna, yeah, she's I think. Yeah, I'm right not worried about person, her, but that's but. I, I that's an interesting point. OK, end of so, date and she's smitten kin and so am I. Peter. Right. So he's amazing. He's, he's like so, so gorgeous. I like love his like silver foxness going on and his voice and is his, like they like they like bond over having the gap tooth. It's like the cutest. He makes vocal fry sexy. Yeah, he is like the like cutest freaking thing. I've I'm ever getting gossing vibes. <laughs> yeah, Ugh, I just I really like them together. I kind of hope that he stays on a little while more, but I think he. I don't think he's going anywhere anytime soon. All right, so then we go to the final date of the episode with Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, who, um, for those who don't know, has been really publicly criticizing this franchise. I didn't know that. Yeah, he wrote, like, a whole piece on it. Um, I forget who published it, like, The Hollywood Reporter or something. Mm -hmm. um, he wrote, like, a whole piece about how um, the Bachelor, like, romanticizes relationships and, like, how it gives people a false sense of what it's like to fall in love. Wow. Um, Kareem. Yeah. And he's, like, heavily criti criticized the show and told people not to watch it. However, it sounds like he's also an avid watcher himself. <laughs> oh, he absolutely. I think he, he, it's so good for entertainment value, but it's not necessarily a model for what relationships should be. And I think during right. he had a sit down with Rachel where he was trying to keep it real with her. Right. He and does give love advice. Yeah. He said that uh, this was a basketball date. Spoiler alert. Um, he says that uh, they the basketball is like relationships. <laughs> yeah, because, because like you have to like be there for each other during the unexpected. You have to work together and, and, and lean and on each other. And it's a constant. Um, it's a yeah. It's a it's a constant. You're constantly working on it. Right. Uh, so I feel like he was trying to make a comment on real relationships. And the guy's seventy years old. Um, and has a lot of life in him. Oh yeah. He's also only. A, I tried to look at his relationship history. I think he was married once in the 70s. Also, the guy is 70. Right. He was married once, divorced, which is fine. He seems happy. Um, <laughs> but, okay, I just have to say this. Every single time they play sports on this show, 
that's where I get really, really high anxiety because it like takes me back to middle school, like kickball where I like was picked last and like didn't know how to play anything and was like so bad. And I'm just like, I don't know how I would ever get through one of these dates if I had to play sports. Like, I don't know. And I know that she was like, she's like, oh, I'm looking for someone. That, like, I don't care if you're good at basketball. I'm not marrying you because you're good at basketball. I just like want someone that's like going to make the effort and play. I think that I would be or, like, just have fun. I would be so paralyzed out of fear that I like wouldn't. I feel like I'd get kicked off the second there's a sports date. Oh, absolutely. One Direction's first music video like that's what makes you beautiful. That whole the whole premise of the music video is that they play a game of group soccer. Yeah, it's like that is not that yeah. is a stress nightmare. That's not yeah. a romantic. I premise. feel so bad every time like Ben's soccer date. I literally couldn't watch it because I had such anxiety. Um, <laughs> even like uh, uh, ugh, um, Caitlin Bristow does like a like kickboxing thing like could like really had a hard time watching it they always play sports the obviously the infamous volleyball game in st thomas oh with my gosh the one that we no one understands (laughs) at all what happened (laughs) no we all know they all got drunk and cried and were like hot and hungry it's like Mm -hmm. every girl who ever gets drunk it's just like i'm tired and a boy's not paying attention to me (laughs) that's what happened so yeah i just um feel really bad for the lee the lee guy the country guy who clearly can't play and wore camo pants to uh, this date <laughs> they all they were all such good sports about it though. i know i like was truly in shock i like couldn't believe it it was really it was quite fun to watch the purple team was down and they were trying to pump each other up so they were like Remember when Cleveland was down? Right. Joe, when the Patriots were down? Which I is know. not, I'm not, I don't know a lot of stuff about sports, <laughs> but I do know Patriots is not a basketball team. <laughs> well, they it was just really like, cute watching this them. This is again, up. yes, this is my favorite part of this whole franchise mm-hmm. is watching these people become friends. And they did look like they all genuinely had so much fun. They were pumped that um, Kareem Abdul Jabbar was there. They were pumped that they were just like playing for like a bunch of high school kids like they were all just yeah who was at that basketball game (laughs) i i know (laughs) i literally have no idea actually i do know one person that was there who aj the puppet oh there were some great cutaways of aj there was one of him in the pool this episode i know i really really hope that he's in every single episode and like honestly i like hope that there is like a funny bit where she like gives the final rose to AJ. <laughs> I I would love I would love that. This. It's like my favorite bit that they've ever it done. It has long it has sustainability. It's <laughs> funny every time because you forget about him and then they just like pop him into the crowd really quick. And you're like, ah AJ. AJ. So yeah, they're all becoming friends. It's white so team fun. white team beats purple team. Eric loves to dance. He's just literally always dancing. Oh, the best was when he danced real cocky and then missed the shot. And then missed the shot. (laughs) And Kareem was like, "Uh, you have to make it if you're going to do something like that. And she was like. Good point, Kareem. Yeah. She was like, you've got that right. And they like the school hung up like Bachelor Nation signs. (laughs) It It was was amazing. Um, If that was my high school, I like that's like like I would write about that on my college application. Like what's what's your biggest accomplishment being in the crowd during a bachelorette group date 
basketball game. Wow. Do you think like Instagram followers and likes is going to contribute to the future generation's chances of getting into college? <sighs> oh, my God. Well, OK. In on that, like in the sense of just like. Like, oh, how many likes do they have? No. Okay. But I think what will contribute to people getting into college is like colleges, especially like the really hard ones to get into, like to see that you do things outside of just school. And it's like, it's like not Instagram. just, but it's not just clubs and stuff. Like, I think that like kids who start off as like young new YouTubers and actually make a name for themselves. Yes, I do think that will help them get into college. I also think that like. Well, I, I think that people use Instagram as like that kind of outlet too. like there's like all these young girls that do like makeup tutorials and have a huge follower because it's not just like showing like, oh, whatever. You can like use social media and all of it. Well, I, I mean, it's just like, you know how to like build a brand. Like if you're going to school for marketing and like you are a successful Instagram or YouTube personality. Yeah, that makes it like that plays a role. And I think that that will help kids get into college. Okay. I don't know why that depresses me. Uh, but uh, <laughs> moving on, uh, we're tracking Dario DeMario uh, throughout the game. He's crushing it. So we in they're building up. They're building him up real high. Yeah, we all know so what's coming. We know everything's going to become crashing down. So after the game, the guys are chilling in the locker rooms and Rachel is saying hi to all of her fans. And there's all these cute little girls that are coming up to her and letting them know that they're that she's their hero and they're so glad yeah, she's a bachelor. Yeah, it's so amazing. Bachelorette. And then uh, a, a, a lovely young woman named Lexi is like, hey, Rachel, can I steal you for a sec? <laughs> she's wearing a scrunchie on her wrist. A scrunchie. A real one. That's uh, just something I will never get over. Okay, so she reveals to Rachel that she was in a seven month relationship with DeMario and then on the final rose on after the final rose, she saw DeMario on TV handing Rachel a plane ticket and engaged <laughs> ring. And she's just like, Oh weird. Why is my boyfriend? <laughs> they hadn't spoken her. in three days. She yeah. hadn't seen him in three days. I was like, why, mm -hmm. where is he? Mm -hmm. She sees this on, sees him on TV. Uh, okay. Okay. <laughs> There's a lot to unpack. Rachel also seems confused. She's like, I need timelines. What's going on here? So then uh, she and she genuinely seems sympathetic to this. To this. Oh, lady, yeah. I don't think Lexine. I think mm -hmm. what is so amazing about Rachel's like so many people like kill the messenger kind of person like would be so mean to that girl. But she's not. She's not. I think we should just say what happened and then say what we think about it. Afterwards. OK, you explain what happened. OK, so then after that, she is like, OK, well, why don't we get to Mario here? And then we'll explain and then and then we will get an explanation out of him. So she pulls him from the locker room and all of the guys think that he's going to get like some alone time. Like, like, yeah. Ooh. And they're like, well, he is good at basketball. He was great <laughs> at basketball. He was he was definitely the MVP of the day. Yeah. It checks out. And he was fun. Alone. They were like flirting all day. And he's just fun. Fun. OK. Oh, so so she pulls him away and he's just like he's recapping the day and he's having the best time. And then. They get into the gymnasium where Lexi is waiting and he's like, oh, <laughs> and then she comes in guns blazing with her line that, you know, that she rehearsed a million times before. Yeah. In the mirror. In the mirror. She's Let's like, say it together. Karma's, Karma's a bitch. bitch isn't it? Tomorrow. Oh, no, I ruined it. OK, let's try it again. 
Karma's a bitch, isn't it, Demario? And he's like, oh, wait, who is this? <laughs> Which was probably the worst thing that he could have said. Yeah. In the moment. Because <laughs> uh, <laughs> for a second, he looked like he was excited to see her. And then, <laughs> and then he did look like genuinely confused <laughs> he really did look confused and then what came out of his mouth what spilled out of his mouth was who is this so uh lexi goes on a, like a long tangent about uh how they were dating for seven months and that how he would never let her m- meet his friends and family which i mean Okay. Okay. Just a quick interjection. Interjection. I think once it hits six months, you that's when you have the like, what are we doing here? Conversation. Yeah. Six months. I don't think it's weird to not meet the family at month seven. I do think it's weird to not meet friends. Yes. Uh, I think an indication of a guy really likes you is if you meet his friends. Yes, I agree. It, like he wants you to meet your okay. Friend, uh, friends. And she said that he still had. I'm not. He it sounds like he was not a good boyfriend. Yeah, it clearly. sounds like he's a crummy boyfriend. Again, at he, six months, like you're dating. And if you're going to ghost somebody that like six months, you have a breakup conversation. Right. You don't just stop texting someone. She went on to how he had the keys to her apartment and how the last time that they had seen each other, that they were sleeping together. Um, And then uh, and Demario is sort of like it's sort of like word vomiting at this point yeah he's like nothing's making sense nothing is making timelines aren't matching up lexi is showing rachel like messages that they shared and like how he was like i need to try harder with you like blah blah blah, whatever so and this is where rachel really proves her skills that as a lawyer because she's like okay so if i look at her phone is it gonna match up with what you're telling me that you did not have a relationship with her, that you were trying to wean her off. Yeah, because he keeps saying, like, she's crazy. Right. Or is it going to match up with what she's telling me? And it falls more in line with what this woman, Lexi, is saying. Right. Which, by the way, that's so many guys <laughs> to tell everyone else, she's crazy, she's crazy. But then, like, text her, like, oh, I'll try harder. <laughs> uh, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> So, uh, Get over it, Lexi. It happens to all of us. <laughs> uh, so Rachel, not wanting to be made a fool out of, says, I'm really going to need you to get the F out of here. Yeah, it's awesome. So, I mean, she is Queen Bee, and you just sort of see him crumble real fast. And he's like, sorry, Rachel. And he walks out yep. and he goes home. Which, by the way, I give him credit for not being like, no, no, no. Like freaking out. I feel like so many guys like we get so mad and like yell or whatever. He's like, I'm sorry. You're clearly upset. I'm going to back off. Okay. So I want to unpack this a little bit because okay. I, um, I, I don't think that Damari was the person that she should end up with. And ultimately this revealed a truth that probably would have been revealed over time that Demario is probably not ready to be in as serious of a relationship as she wants. I agree. Uh, I think that she was re- what she was really mad about more so than Demario sort of whatever what the whatever the status was regarding their relationship was the setup of it all. I think she was more mad at producers 
than she was at DeMario. And she had to set precedence by being like, I am not going to be made a fool out of on this season of The Bachelorette. So you need to go the heck home. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I'm now now that I have my mom in my head, our mom in her head. I can't. Really Alex curbing. can't say the F word. Uh, again, just not want to know she's listening. To me. <laughs> uh, I need you to go home uh, so I can set a precedence moving forward as to how I'm going to be treated right. on this show. Because this was so clearly planned from day one day one and that I, is the reason they had demario on, on the AFR. show like it, it's it was just so clearly like this has been like they've been excited about this for a while and you're right i think she was just pissed about how this happened it's not like this girl went to the high school and was like oh by the way now that i'm here like obviously like how would she know where this date was this is not like this is classic bachelor and if you are really dating somebody it the week in between afr and filming wouldn't she be like hey i just saw you on afr what the heck is going on wouldn't there have been a conversation in between then so that was sort of that was a little bit suspicious to me um and uh i just totally lost my train of thought but i had a really good point um well i think you've made a lot of great points on this already oh thank you yes uh uh but oh, well, this is what I wanted to say. How is this different than what Robbie did last year or what Grant did the year before? I feel like so many or guys. Wasn't on- this even wasn't it the same thing with Jordan Rogers? Yep. Jordan Rogers had a girlfriend that he literally broke up with a week before he went on the show. Yes. I'm <laughs> not saying that these make for like worthy guys of Rachel. Right. But I don't think it's an uncommon occurrence on The Bachelorette. Right. Unfortunately, she's on The Bachelorette. So um, I think I don't necessarily think what he did was much different. And while the other guys are praised, DeMario was made out to be a villain. I think her reaction was very much towards production and less so towards DeMario. Yeah, I I really, really agree. And I like again, I actually think that he did while he was like obviously like startled and like word jumbling and all of that. Mm -hmm. He did like handle the situation while like they're like just like leaving I'm sorry like and then coming back later and like not being okay not being reckless not being crazy so he does okay so the date ends and she ends up having an actual genuine time with yeah. the guys she really G-, G uses the word duplicitous to describe DeMario. I know <laughs> I was like wow I was like why uh, did he use that word? <laughs> I did think about it myself. I was like, did he have a word of the day dictionary? I know. I was like, you're so like you're on the bachelor. It's fine. We don't need you to use those words. Uh Zai ends up getting the group date rose because he exudes, steps up and he's amazed. Uh, like a like a protect he's he's very protective of her, and that's exactly yeah. what she needed in that moment. Also, they all come to her rescue and she's like, mm, I'm having the best time. And it's like well, duh, you are. Every guy is just like, are you okay? How are you feeling? <laughs> Talk about your needs. That's all. Please, that's <laughs> our porn. That's a guy <laughs> asking us about our needs. <laughs> um, so she ends up, uh, it was really cute. I recommend everybody follow Josiah on, 
on Instagram because he uh, yeah, he's live stories when he watches. So he was with all of his friends. And so leading up to him getting the group date rose, he's like, who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? Who's going to get it? He just saw a room full of his friends be like, oh. I know. It was amazing. It was so cute. He's so- great. I also actually really encourage you guys to follow Demario on Twitter. Um, He just like, I think actually has a lot of interesting opinions. And I was shocked by how he like only has like 270 followers yeah but he um i think he's a great twitter guy yeah uh check it out um uh diggy also i just he didn't really have much of a presence in this episode no but he was there with the facial expressions the whole way through being our jim halper i just think he is so adorable he i i know i literally wrote this down i was like diggy is like his face is always the best and he's so freaking cute. Like I just cannot wait for his time to shine because I'm just like so obsessed with this guy. I think he's so adorable. So there was a period of time where Alex was singing Alex, the, uh, the Russian guy with the cool parents was yeah. singing again, perform, performing for performance her yeah. towards Rachel. And it ends up being so awkward that he ends up making her laugh, but out of embarrassment <laughs> and the guys over here, him making her laugh. And they're like, who's making her laugh? And Diggy says, in just the sweetest tone, he's just like, she's got a great laugh, you guys. I just thought it yeah, was so cute. He is so... He I, has his sweet little bow ties. I like him so much. He has... Oh, he dresses just incredible. He's got good digs. Yeah. Diggy's got the he's digs. got the digs. I love him. I just... Oh, I want their one-on-one to be so soon. Like, I just... Ugh. I We're ready. It. We're ready for you. I'm so thirsty for Rachel and Diggy to fall in love. <laughs> We're ready, baby. Speaking of being thirsty, when Rachel's talking to Eric, she's literally like leaning in closer, leaning in closer, and she's like, well, you know, I feel love through physical touch. Oh, so they were talking about love languages, which <laughs> I actually really appreciate. I made my poor boyfriend take the test online while he... Uh, he had a down period at work. And I was just like, would you mind taking this test? And he was just like, is this real? And I said, yes. Uh, and I discovered that my love language was quality time, as was Eric's. Uh, Rachel's yeah. was physical touch. So he went to give her a hug and she said, <laughs> just a hug. And they kissed and it was Hot. Well, she literally said, I feel love through physical touch. I will just like to uh, sidebar and say uh to my poor boyfriend that when i took the love language test i literally got all five of them equal <laughs> it, it, the, it was literally like you need all five things at all times or like you will just scream <laughs> which pretty much is true so yeah they kiss it's hot it was really sexy it was, they had way more chemistry than, than her, her and Josiah. Oh, yeah. Which I hate because I, I love, we love Josiah. Josiah. But we also love Eric. We also love Eric. Who's always dancing. Dancing feet. I would say maybe it was probably one of the more passionate kisses. Yeah. Dr. Brian forces passionate kisses. This one Ugh, felt like I'm a real like, one. I, ugh, I hate Dr. Brian. Okay. <laughs> so, so we head to the cocktail party and let's bring it back to Demario. Yes. So Demario shows up. He, outside he's the not guns a blazing no. he's just talks to the security guards he's in a suit and he's like hi something like as i'm sure you know this went down with rachel and i i just did not feel comfortable leaving until i gave my final explanation and i just wanted to see if she would be up for talking to me and she said that he 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 very explicitly said i want to tell her that i fucked up yeah yes so 
it seemed like he was coming with contrition and less uh, wanting to convince her to come back on the show. Right. At least that's what I projected. Same. I, I really I genuinely <laughs> thought he just like really wanted to say sorry. And yes, it's just to that say sorry. Better be it, Demario. Prove us right. Prove us right. <laughs> Please. Um, one of my favorite parts of this episode was the security cards go, let us talk to Mr. Harrison. Right. Is Mr. Harrison the keeper of the grounds? Like what? <laughs> what? Okay. Is that? Here, I have like a little thing because Chris Harrison is showing up like a little bit more or like his name is coming up more. He was like not in Nick's season. They literally were like pushing him out in Nick's season. Like they didn't care about him. They didn't need him. And I feel like he threw a hissy fit. So he's like, I will have my name said at least three times an episode. It's in his contract now. Um, So (laughs) they literally put that in just, yes, to fulfill the contract. (laughs) Uh, So they talk to Mr. Harrison. Mr. Harrison comes outside. He says, I will talk to Rachel. I'll see if she wants to come out. Demario patiently waits. He is so cute and (laughs) is so attractive it's like i feel like we're being anti-feminist right now i know but but his smile (laughs) Uh, (laughs) he has the best smile and he looks so good in his suit and he's so good at sports he's so good at sports (laughs) every girl's dream and he just wants to say sorry we think think. (laughs) so rachel is uh her interest is peaked and she ultimately is like okay i will come out and talk to him it's peaked in a um in a what does he have to say to me right in a like i'm very strong-willed i made my decision not in a okay like let's see what he has to say she's strong i'll I'll let him back in we are not anti-feminists we support rachel Uh, (laughs) we just also support damari so she's having a conversation with fred when um chris harrison steals her away to drop this news about damario waiting outside and so um lee overhears everything that's happening and it's very dramatic. Fred and Lee are like, he's here. He's here. And they and he's all here. the boys being besties again round up and they're like, let's kick his ass. <laughs> That's how they portrayed it. I think Demario brings people together. I, I think he's a I think he he's literally a like fire. He was corralling the group during the basketball game. They all clearly really liked him. And now even as the enemy bringing them together. Uh, He's a special person. He will make himself (laughs) the piece of shit so that everybody else can be friends. Demario's a real saint. What a sacrificial lamb (laughs) that guy is. This is how the the episode ends. We see scenes for next week. And basically all we see is that Eric yells at like everyone. Well, it seems like it's directed at Lee. Right. Um, All in all, really happy with this episode. Cannot say enough good things. Should we say our MVPs and our LVPs of the episode? Okay, yes. Do we get one MVP and one LVP? One MVP and one LVP. Okay, MVP is Diggy. (laughs) Wait, no, it's Demario. (laughs) Very (laughs) unpopular opinion. Trust the Bachelor. My MVP is Demario for all the reasons I stated. He brings people together. He throws himself under the bus. He handles himself well in really crappy situations. What a unique gig. (laughs) Um, Demario's my MVP. And my LVP is Blake E. Always (laughs) until the day I die. 
I, I have to get with you on on LVP. It's just I can't even watch his face. I know he's I so have never stupid. Just had such a visceral reaction to a, a person on television. Who are yours? I, I'm sorry. I think I have to. I have to double down on on Blake E for LVP. But who's your MVP? Uh, my MVP is Ashton Kutcher. <laughs> He's such a good husband. He's a really good husband. He's so in love with his wife. You're so anti-feminist. Why didn't you say Mila Kunis? Oh, um, it might be Mila Kunis. <laughs> God, you even, you just forgot she was there. No, she was the best during that challenge, <laughs> during the obstacle course, then. because she was so into it. She, she yeah, was she like, loved you're it. out, you're out. She you know the that they literally rap. planned it for weeks. Um, okay, guys, thank you so much for listening. Yes, thank you so much to Ryan Middledorf, to Jack McCarthy, who wrote our theme song. I think next week we're going to start having guests on the yes. show. Um, yes, the uh, we're going to have Elon Musk, the inventor of Tesla. Yeah, so tune in because it's going to be a real dude. <laughs> Turns out the guy's a huge fan of the yeah, Bachelor huge franchise. Huge fan, huge fan. Um, okay, guys, have a really great Wednesday. And the rest of the week. I hope it was a a, a stress-free short week for you all. May the roses be with you. Thank you so much for joining us on this journey. Remember to rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll be back next week.